This is Good Better Broker, a podcast from UWM. Danny Velasquez can personally relate to the unique challenges faced by the Hispanic community when it comes to home ownership. In fact, he's made it his biggest priority as a mortgage loan originator. In this episode, we hear about Danny's goal of becoming the go-to mortgage guy for the Hispanic community in Las Vegas and how it's helping him earn business from a highly coveted demographic of borrowers. It's all coming up next on episode 62 of Good Better Broker. This information is provided to mortgage professionals only and is not intended for or authorized for consumer distribution. The views expressed by guests are their own and do not necessarily represent the views of United Wholesale Mortgage, LLC. The information, opinions, and recommendations presented in this podcast series do not constitute legal or other professional advice or endorsements of any kind. Welcome back to Good Better Broker as we bring in Danny Velazquez. He is a mortgage loan originator with GFL Capital in Las Vegas, Nevada. Danny, welcome. Thank you for inviting me. Well, it's great to have you here. And you know your, your career in real estate has been an interesting one. You've worn several hats. You were yes. uh, in real estate and mortgage mm-hmm. lending. You've been a paralegal. Yes. Uh, you were a realtor and now yes. you've been with GFL for about five years. Yep. And I know for you, throughout the course of your journey, it's always been about helping the community. Correct. And and specifically today, we're going to talk about helping uh, the Hispanic community. And, you know, when you and I were talking about this topic prior to this interview, um, it, it was so fascinating for me uh, to learn about your approach and what you've been doing and why this has become an area of emphasis for you. So as we get the conversation started, Danny, um, as you know, the Hispanic community has traditionally uh, been underserved. So tell our listeners about your efforts to help with that. One of the things I do with them is I'm first generation Mexican. So I understand the struggles that they have. The parents came here for a better living to give us a better living. And that's the same approach I take to the Hispanic community is that if I'm good with them, good things will come to us. That's just the way I look at it. I like talking to them. I like speaking to them in Spanish all the time. My job is just to be nice to people because I woke up today. That's the biggest thing is that if I can wake up, why not make a, put a smile on somebody else? I was looking up some numbers you know, mm-hmm. before the interview, and, and this, this is really interesting. According to a report from Freddie Mac, Hispanic Americans will account for 56% of all new homeowners in the United States by 2030. When you hear that, and think about the opportunity that exists yes. for MLOs, mortgage brokers out there. What comes to mind for you? Opportunity, just like you said right now, is that if you can speak the language, Spanish, that's a huge demographic that's underserved right now, where if you can actually help them and do good, we already know that they have family, friends that they're going to refer you. So why not do good by them so they can vouch for you with their family and friends? That's kind of the approach that I take with them. All right, so you have completely leaned into your Spanish-speaking community. Uh, In fact, on LinkedIn, uh, your title is, and I want to make sure I'm pronouncing this correctly, so, Prestamista. Prestamista, yes. I did okay? Yes, yes, you did. And I believe that the translation of that is lender. Correct. It also sounds amazing, by the way, so I think everybody (laughs) should go by that that title if you're an MLO. (laughs) Tell tell our listeners about this strategy of really uh, showing people that you're not afraid to Put your, your own Spanish-speaking abilities out there, especially on social media. Yeah, you have to. A couple of months ago, I leaned into doing everything all in Spanish. And the reason being is because no one's doing it. 
and why not be the first even though you're the trendsetter it's a little bit scary but at the same time it's very rewarding because you're out there putting yourself out there and your knowledge in that language that's the key right now that i feel is that if you're going to serve that Hispanic community, you have to be empathetic. You have to be able to speak the language without getting frustrated. I think a lot of the issue comes with the with speaking to someone in a different language is, can you translate the correct words of whatever disclosure it is? Can you say it in a way where you're not going to get upset? And those things are pretty hard for a lot of people where it took me a while to actually understand that myself. But now that I see that, it's a lot easier for me just to talk to them and help them out. To contextualize that empathy yes. that you have for the Spanish-speaking community. And you mentioned you know, your first generation yourself. Mm-hmm. But you know what kinds of things have you seen? What kinds of things have you heard with some of these borrowers and some of the obstacles that they have encountered when it comes to homeownership? It's the biggest obstacle is communication, is that they feel like no one's actually listening to them. They get treated like a transaction, and that's what we don't want to do right now, is that we're going to serve that community. We want to make them feel like family, just like you. You guys make me feel like family. That's how I want to treat my clients and make them feel like family and make sure that we're giving them the best product out in the market. You have really uh, put a focus on DACA loans. Yes. Um, Whereas a lot of other people in the business may shy away from those. Yes. What's been your approach? Um, my realtors. So I have a lot of realtors that are under 25 years old that I've met out in Las Vegas. And by luck, a lot of them are DACA recipients. So they didn't know that they could actually get loans. So a lot of my realtors are actually vouching for me and say, hey, we can give you a loan. Let's just go and talk to Danny. And that's kind of what I've been doing is just that approach is I help them out. I explain things and I'm happy to help them out. That is interesting. You know, that, that the realtors have been the source of that. Yeah. And you know, for, for the clients that you encounter, you know, the Spanish-speaking clients that you encounter who may not even think that homeownership is an option for them, you know, how do you try to paint a picture that, that is absolutely not the case? The biggest thing is having a candid conversation with them, finding out about their goals, finding out exactly how much they can afford, what their budget looks like, what the means they have at their disposal, and just really speaking to them and putting them on a plan. A lot of them, they may have credit issues because of where they're at, but if we can help them and put them on a plan to buy a house maybe in three months, six months, or even a year, that's just changed that person's life because no one is else talking to them. And that's the biggest thing that I have right now is that a lot of these clients that we help, they say that I never thought this would be possible. And when they're when they have those keys to that house, it makes my life so much better because we change that person's life. Another factor that's driving the increase in, in Hispanic uh, home ownership is, you know, a, a lot of these people are likely to live in multi-generational households. You know, mm-hmm. what have you seen with that, Danny? That's true because I, I'll use one of my latest closing is that it was the DACA recipient. He had his father, mother, grandmother. They had a, he also has a sister, had children. All of them just bought this house and they're all moving into this house. So you have grandfather, mother and father, kids, grandkids, they're all in this house living together and they all come together to make that mortgage payment, to make that gift funds for that down payment. They're all coming together to help each other out, which is great. 
That's amazing. And just thinking about all of the uh, people whose lives yes. you are changing um, in the process is just, is just, is just very admirable. Um, let's talk about the different versions of Spanish that you speak, <laughs> because this is also interesting. You know, depending on where your clients are from, mm-hmm. and as we know, Las Vegas can be a bit of a melting pot, people Correct. coming from all over. Uh, tell us about the different variations of the language that you know. Oh, there's a lot. You know, you can speak. Um, the biggest thing is learning Castilian because that's the base of your Spanish. Then from there, you can speak different languages, Colombia. You can have San Salvador. Of course, you have the Mexican dialect, but everybody uses different words, and you just have to know the proper way to speak to them. But the biggest thing is just speak to them clearly. That's all they want. They want someone to tell them the truth and be honest with them. Let's get back to your social media strategy for a okay. moment, because this is something, you know, like you said, it's been fairly recent. Yes. That you've decided to, to go in this direction. So walk us through your strategy about what you've been posting and, and what your content has been like. Everything is in Spanish. So what I do, my reels are in Spanish. Um, I talk about what, like to just say, the two one bite down. I'll explain that in Spanish. I'll talk about the appraisal waiver that we have when you put 20% down. I'll talk about the appraisal credit. Everything in Spanish I do. I'll look at a video from someone else and I'm like, hey, that's a good idea. Let me do it in Spanish. Because no one's doing it, which is mind-blowing to me because we sh- everybody speaks Spanish out there. A lot of loan officers do. But for whatever reason, they don't want to lean into it. Well, I'll do it. <laughs> and... and- this has actually picked up some steam. Yes. Um, you know, your social media efforts are already paying dividends for you. And you talked um, a few minutes ago about some of the younger people, yes. you know, realtors, but also the clients. Um, tell us about that and, and how the social media content is helping you break in with some of these younger clients. Social media is mind-blowing to me. The, the biggest one that we just had, the biggest story is, I had a young middle middle age middle school kid show our reel to his parents, and the reel was about us helping the community. And at first, they're like, "Hey, look at this and see if these guys can help you." And then the man called us, and then we helped him out. He got a house. But I asked him initially, "How did you find out about us?" And when he told me that his son showed him the reel, that's in middle school, I was like how is that even possible? But that just shows the reach of social media is that you never know who's watching anymore. And that just, it's, it's mind blowing to me. I want to make sure our listeners understand this. A middle school kid yeah. saw a reel that you did in Spanish on Instagram, yes. tells his parents about it and it leads to a deal for yeah. you. Yep. That we just closed a couple of months. Thank to you guys here too. <laughs> I, I mean, what does that say to you when you think about the opportunity that's out there for, for other LOs? Like you said, if they speak a little bit of Spanish, right. what kind of opportunity they might have? It's huge because one of the things I do is when I go into a broker office, I ask them, who's helping your Spanish-speaking realtors here? I don't even go into use me as a lender. No, who's helping your Spanish-speaking realtors because I know no one else is. So I go in there like, hey, can I apply to be that lender to speak to your Spanish-speaking realtors so I can help them? And that's been my niche so far is that Doors are opening just because of that, because no one wants to speak Spanish. And like you said earlier, the statistic of the demographic of the Hispanic community is huge. So why not start already? And that's kind of my thinking is that let me start and see what happens. And, and it's trending younger. Yes. You know, and, and this is a demographic that you are you are focused on. And you are right now, you are closing clients who are in Generation Z. So oh, tell yeah. our listeners, Danny, how are you finding them or how are they finding you? A little bit of Instagram 
a big part of it is my realtors. A lot of my realtors, me going to Las Vegas, I had to build new relationships. California was a little bit saturated, but going to Las Vegas, a lot of my realtors are under 25 years old. They graduated from school there. They know a lot of people. And that's where I would say 90% of my business comes from Generation Z, where they have their parents helping them out. They're buying homes. They've been working for a while. It's the most beautiful thing I've ever seen out there. I tell everybody, get ready for this generation because they're, they're the movers and shakers based on what I see. Tell, tell me about your conversations with these people, these Gen Z mm-hmm. uh, homeowners, the borrowers. You know, what, what strikes you about them that, that might be different from some of their, their home uh, buying predecessors? They're fearless. They don't care. They're educated. Kind of like what you said earlier is that they're looking at, they grew up with social media. Anything, they'll research it right then and there. And they'll say, hey, this is not right. I'm like, I get it. Like, This is what this means. Okay, cool. But that's the biggest thing that I take from them is that they're fearless. They will move forward. They have their parents to back them up. That's the other part is that you have a lot of parents that want to help them buy that house when others didn't. So it's just, they're, they're ready. I see it. And they're workers. That's the other part is that a lot of them aren't going to school that I serve, but they're in the construction um, or they're in, let's just say, the casino industry. And they've been there for a while. So in have, being in Las Vegas, you can have two people working at a fast food place or in a casino afford a house. That's different in a lot of other states. With that generation, like you said, being so in tune with social media, uh, obviously they grew up in the in the you know time of the internet. Mm-hmm. I would also think that they are doing their diligence on you when it comes to reviews and checking yes. you out that way. Yeah, that's huge. One of the things that we've done um, company-wise is that we have tons of reviews. I'm, thank God that we do. We've got, done a good job to all of the, our clients, but reviews are important. They research a lot of it which is good because you want people to research. It's not always about the rate. It's about who are you helping out there, what your clients are saying about you so other people can come and experience the same thing. You were saying before the interview that, you know, for any LO out there, you don't have to have a market that's, you know, got a got a dominant Hispanic population. Right. You said every single market, there should be somebody yeah. who's doing some of the things that you're doing. Yeah, you have to be, especially right now, is that if the demographic is going into the Hispanic community, why not have a Hispanic loan officer? Why not have someone that's trying to do that? And that's where my thinking comes into play right now is that if you're not serving that community, that's shame on you because we know that's going to be the majority pretty soon. And that's kind of where everybody should be focusing just a little bit on that. What are they looking for? You know, especially with with your borrowers, who, you know, English is not their first language. Mm-hmm. And once you actually, you know, put them at ease um, because they know that, that you speak their language, you know, what, what do you find? Are, are they looking to be educated? Are they looking to be walked through the process? Is it a combination of those things? It's a combination of everything is that they want to know what they're doing, what they're signing. They want to know kind of like how everything works. They want to know who's going to service the loan. They want to know who they're going to make their mortgage payments. And those are all the little things that I think a lot of people aren't doing where if you just do those small things, the, the reward could be huge. And that's kind of what I've been doing is just explaining things to them and making sure that they understand it. We touched bri- briefly uh, earlier on the referrals. Mm-hmm. Um, tell me more about that. You know, when you, when you walk somebody through the process and they get to the finish line and they, let's just say, become the first person in their family to, to be a homeowner. I mean, what, what does that do for you in, in terms of the referral opportunities that come from that? Um, it's great because at the end of every deal, we do a real. We take our video golfer there and they just 
they're so happy because it shows us what we've done and what we've accomplished. And then from there, it's just a matter of them vouching for us and then just growing from that. Okay. So I want to ask you for your message now to mm-hmm. other mortgage brokers out there, you know, cause you've, you've gone through a lot of the different strategies that you have employed, but if you were to leave them with a couple of things, takeaways on what they can do to attract some of these borrowers, these, these Hispanic American borrowers in their community, what would you tell them? Have empathy. That's the biggest thing is that treat them like you would treat yourself. If you treat them, open the doors for them, treat them good, they're going to remember that. And that's kind of what I hang my hat on is that I'm opening doors for people talking in Spanish all the time. Like today at the hamburger place down here, the cook gave me, made me a burger. Gracias, señor. Thank you so much. Like you got to do those things because they'll remember that because no one's doing it. So if your LO isn't doing that, teach them to do it like get out of the comfort zone right now because you have to well you're, you're doing a great job danny and and you're um you're also um serving your community in a very admirable way so uh keep up the great work and thanks so much for sharing uh with us on on this uh, on this interview we really appreciate it thank you so much for bringing me on danny velasquez from gfl capital thank you so much again thank you to make sure you never miss an episode subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and leave us a review And look for another new episode coming your way two weeks from now with more expert advice from independent mortgage brokers around the country. I'm Justin White. We'll see you next time on Good Better Broker.